Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. I'm your host, Dave, and I am joined tonight by Cameron. Cameron, how's it going? Uh, It's going pretty well. The sun's starting to come back, Uh, my cat has fallen asleep, and I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. (laughs) That happens, that happens. It does happen. Eats up the time. Um, But yeah, doing pretty well out here. How about on your end of the world? Well, it's still hot. There's a thunderstorm on the horizon, so oh we'll, we'll probably keep this one a little bit shorter than normal. Mm. Um, I got my eye on the radar uh, just in case. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, it's been it's been pretty good. Um, it's hopefully trending toward fall. It's it's soon to drop below triple digits. Finally, this summer mm. has sucked. Uh, both Leonard and Matthew are out for this week. Um, mm. Various obligations outside yeah. of their real life. Sometimes yeah, real happens. life happens and, out there. Yeah, <laughs> and they're dealing with it. So it'll just be us two holding down the fort. Um, but luckily, mm-hmm. I found the most warm and toastiest film uh, <laughs> that I could look up on Tubi. Mm. <laughs> and not feel like I was breaking the, the the strike picket line. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I feel like Australia has shadow banned this film because I had to watch this on Daily Motion. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's huh. it just does not exist as far as I can tell, and I don't have a VPN because I can't be bothered. Uh, <laughs> that's where you went wrong, Cameron. That's where I made the mistake. One day Always I'll figure that out. Protect yourself, VPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great because you can always ch- change your region where you're mm. at. I'm gonna and, I'm gonna be in America for a week so I can watch. Yeah. Tokyo or, no, I've done the other way. I've I've like actually switched over <laughs> to like I switched over to Japan. I'm like I would like mm. to watch strange films on Netflix. Yeah. No, that's fair. What's Get here? Ha No subtitles. Oh well, that's okay. Oop. I can understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, so. Uh, tonight's pick, I, I grabbed this off Tubi because we're doing Tubi Trash. That's our mm-hmm. thing for... Uh, actually, I think this is the last week of Tubi Trash. Is it? Kind of. Sort yeah, of. yeah. We, yep. hit, we hit YouTube land um, after this. Oh, Because yeah. Liza P is next week. That's true. Oh, man. This, this year is yeah. rolling ahead. <laughs> I, I say ready. that, but we're probably recording the week after simply because yeah. the the drop date versus like time to record it's too too oh narrow. yeah yeah exactly so we'll, you guys have we'll like keep you all posted what's happening i think there's probably uh I, it might be your pick i think next week um we'll see because i might not be here next week we'll figure okay. that out <laughs> well then it's back to leonard back to leonard i think Oop. yeah yeah because robots was matthew yes well We'll swing that around. See how it goes. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out, and y'all will know when we know. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what I have selected is a I don't a cult classic, maybe. 
a cult um, something. <laughs> <laughs> it's famous for something yeah uh so i picked tokyo gore police it's a 2008 mm. um splatter film from japan directed mm-hmm. by nishimura, nishimura uh, yoshihiro and it stars everyone's favorite uh ehi shina as them our, our main protagonist mm. fans might know her from films such as audition where she was mm. the lead the antagonist yeah and then everything else she's been in has been kind of like eh, yeah. b-movie mostly in. you know her when you see her though oh man she's... i thought she was in sky high the superhero teen film but no she's in sky high the japanese supernatural action film yes completely <laughs> different and she's in hell divers <laughs> which is pretty cool oh that's cool yeah yeah so yeah uh and um we were discussing this in the the green room. So mm. the the title of the film Tokyo Gore Police is the English translation mm. um, with liberties because the uh, the original title is Tokyo Zankoku Keisatsu. So it's the the cruel Tokyo police, which is yeah. more on the nose, I mm. think. Yeah. Um, there's gore involved in the movie, mm. and the police do some gore, gore but <laughs> it's it's basically hinging on if people are given like no oversight and kind of unlimited power mm. uh they do terrible things oh yeah 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 so tokyo cruel police is more like what the movie kind of is mm. yeah yeah it uh it's a yeah, it's pretty much an independent film. Um, yeah. And yeah. it was released. Uh, yeah, Nikatsu distributed it and Sony Pictures distributed it in the US. Yeah. Uh, it was 110 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. So unlike the last few films we've covered, I think this was about the perfect runtime. It did not need to be any longer. No. But I don't think it could have been shorter. I think this is like, it's right where it needed to be. It's pretty tight. Uh, there's yeah. not much that is like excessive runtime stuff. Like there's plenty that's excessive. Um, it's all excessive. <laughs> it's um, all excessive. But like, yeah, every scene does do something with yeah. the story. At least it's there's, pushing there's no, it forward one way or another. Look, no, no one's walking through the Cambodian jungle for three and a half hours. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> and then this had fairly um, high. Uh, critical reception 82 percent mm. fresh on rotten tomatoes um and just internationally it's yeah so i think the big takeaway is it's an uh, for the genre it's mm. an average entry because this sort of like it's weird it led the way into like a bunch of splatter horror yeah kind of films um, but I think everything that came after was the tighter movies. Like they, they did it better yeah. going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this one, it, it's a little unpolished maybe. Yeah. The, the visual effects, um, everything is, I, I don't think there's really, I mean, if there's, I don't think there's CG shots. I think it's all practical effects in camera. Mm. Uh, 
I, I can't think of any exceptions. Just it might be editing stuff, but um, it was done in a svelte, uh, two week shoot. Yeah, lean. Yeah, and we we tried to find the budget. It there's no way this was like super high budget. It's like nah. this is squib work galore. It's mm. it's fantastic. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of uh, prosthetics and um stand-in dummies that get like yeah. eviscerated and yeah. <laughs> right from so the start they show you wh- where they stand right at the start the whole time and conceptually it's horrifying mm-hmm. but i don't remember like if you're a gore hound this isn't the movie that's gonna say that mm. like it clearly looks fake yeah like you it, can't mistake really, this and go, oh no, it's a video yeah. nasty. We got to ban it. It's really it, leaning on the nearly orange jets of spraying. Yeah, blood. and the bodies yeah. are they're very rubber. Oh yes, um, but yeah. it's it knows what it's doing, and it's like it's not the look of it; it's the idea. Mm. And it's it's. As you're 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 invested in this film because it's horrifying. The stuff's happening oh, is yeah. not pleasant to watch, no. but it doesn't. It, it's skirting the line. So can't even say it's close. It's <laughs> is it skirting it? it? It's leaning really hard in like the hell. This is hella fake, mm, mm. but it's that makes it charming. Yeah, if they had realistic effects, this would just be horrifying. Yeah, you don't want that. I think like this fun. needs to be a comic book. So mm. something that came out prior to this, uh, two two thousand three, maybe is um, Itchy the Killer. Mm. Maybe two thousand one. I could be off my dates. Uh, so that the effects are like very specific, and they're horrific. Mm. and nothing with the exception of a few little shots um it looks fairly realistic which is yeah definitely kind of like gut churning oh yeah or you take something if you're doing splatter horror and take something like the guinea pig films mm. uh subject matter wise they're fantastical but like the actual what's happening on screen is like disturbing yeah so this isn't doing that. This mm-hmm. is like horror sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. And it Yeah, it's something that like gets revisited later by this director and um his collaborators. They're all big. Mm-hmm. I think they're from like the same uh, VFX like yes, uh, university. Like yeah. the school they went to. Mm-hmm. And so they all have a similar vibe in how they do effects for their movies. It's all mm. it's all practical. They they try really hard, I think, to stay away from CG stuff. So yeah. it doesn't uh, date the films, mm. but the directive directed cinema or not the if you're taking something to a festival or direct to video, it looks like that still. Mm. So it's not grainy, but it looks like low budget. Yeah, is. yeah, it's got that sheen. There's a sheen. There's, <laughs> it's very wet. So <laughs> it's it's the uh, 
the troll universe of splatter horror. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. If troll Actually, maybe even... less moist. Troll was very moist. Troll was very moist. That's like true. uncomfortably so. This is yeah. like it's close, but it's not quite. Yeah, there. it's misty red. Mm. Perpetually, everything like there's a lot of blood rain. Yeah, but not the vampires going on here. Like yeah, high blood pressure. Fountains, fountains. Yes, every, everyone is full of way more blood than they should be, and it's under <laughs> pressure. It's JoJo's universe rules. You can lose like 15 liters of blood as long yeah. as you clamp down after that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, you know, not particularly bendy. Mm. <laughs> I think you snap uh, before you before you bend. God, I was going to say no one has bones, but people definitely have bones in this film. They have bones, but yeah. they sometimes they don't. And it's really weird. Mm. That's probably the worst thing, really, is people showing where their bones should have been but it's just mm. like there was a bone here it's gone now it's gone now and now instead <laughs> there's a key yeah yeah oh man yeah so uh what this movie's about and i'll mm. try to do the three sentence thing that i've been trying yeah, to yeah, steer yeah. everything into um uh, it's a present future like the five minutes into the future future mm. uh at the time and the the tokyo metropolitan police department has been privatized so Mm. they're 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 like a corporation yeah they're a pmc at this point yeah and because of that they don't have the oversight they are Mm -hmm. battling they're, they're built up to be able to battle against um these beings called the engineers which are serial killers or just like violent folks Mm. and who have been granted powers to recover from any wound and make that wound uh, a weapon like weaponized Mm. self-harm yes uh and the mystery of the film is to figure out why these people are being transformed Mm. and what's going on with the blatant corruption in the police force. That's the movie. Yes. Yeah. Easy one. That's it. Yeah. It's also like a weird, like I, as I was doing the plot, I'm like, it's also kind of the plot of bubblegum crisis. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) You have a police force that's specifically built around fighting a menace that's above like it's it's a superhuman menace mm. um and along the way becomes corrupted by its own power yeah yeah i believe it like like mm. like are 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 we as the police worse than the things that were like tasked to defeat mm. yeah and in this case yes <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what happens. Um, as an aside, if you're listening and uh, self harm is a trigger or anything like that for oh, you, yeah. um, don't watch this film. Do not. This is the most <laughs> self harming film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> if if that's if that's something that's particularly bad for you, yeah, don't watch this. Don't have. To. Yeah, it's uh, it's gratuitous. 
mm. in a way that it's ridiculous, but I I feel that that can be severely like a trigger. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. it's not. Uh, like it wasn't relatively bothering casually, me specifically, but I was watching and going, "Oh yeah, that's way more intense than yeah. I remember it being." Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as a as a note, self harm is yeah. that's it, it's it's like the through line of the film, so it doesn't mm-hmm. ever disappear. Yeah, like it, it's to the point where they make commercials, like in universe commercials yeah. about it, like <laughs> joyfully. So it's <laughs> maybe a little that much. Took me off guard so badly. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like yeah, this this hyper, like sadistic, masochistic version of yeah, like very near future Tokyo. Yeah, where like yeah, it's it's infected the society to a a ludicrous degree. Where you know this, this is just what life is like. Don't kill yourself at work, but if you're feeling stressed at school, we can buy this handy little hook knife to cut yourself with and relieve stress. Um, yeah, and it makes your blood taste delicious. Yeah, that. that mm. We <laughs> sure. Not yeah, that was like what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, as a complete aside, I was going to just host this mostly in Japanese, and then I realized I, I'm tired, <laughs> and I didn't want to do that for more than like a minute. <laughs> oh man, I should be practicing my Japanese. To be fair, mm-hmm. it's very bad, and I'm going to. Japan I know we'll get year. a really, we'll get Matt can practice Matthew can practice his and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a whole episode where I speak three words very poorly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've done it before, like in the very beginning. True. <laughs> little, little, little bits. Um. Mm. Yeah, so we we've discussed like the general plot of the movie, um, and kind of skirted around. I, I watched this when it came out. Mm. Like I was mm. like searching for it avidly because it got a limited release. Yeah, uh, in in the in the states. Uh, this is the first time you've seen it. Yep. Yes. And you went in <laughs> probably pretty blind. Uh, yeah. Like when I when I was looking around to try and find it, I got a lot of thumbnails, but. A, they're all just of the main that doesn't character prepare and you. then a fountain of blood so yeah <laughs> yeah so that doesn't prepare you it does not so what was your like main thought like when because this doesn't it doesn't like ease you in it's like no. oh here you go <laughs> enjoy explosions of blood yeah just so you're right in <laughs> yeah so how did how did you experience this movie uh, I watched this on my phone, uh, in bed, which might not have been the best choice at the end of the day. I needed to get up and walk around a couple times. Um, <laughs> it was really interesting to watch. Uh, I, I did really enjoy seeing the practical effects and how they were doing things. Um, it, it doesn't, it did, it doesn't peak my particular oh man, that guy should be totally dead interest in a lot of like horror slasher style stuff uh, because it's so over the top that, you know, and, and also things are very rubber, like <laughs> ludicrously rubber. Um, yeah. it, uh, you, you know, the scene where, where um, Ruka is like 
harming herself with the box cutter and it just switches to a rubber forearm and you're like, okay, yeah, we're not disguising this. It's part of the part of the spirit of the thing. Uh, yeah. It is like a celebration of that kind of schlocky, raw-edged practical effect where they're not trying to make it look real. They're trying to make it give the impression that they want. The story is actually relatively simple. It has this nice, easy, clear through line, so it was actually pretty easy to keep up with, which I liked. Uh, and then the world it immerses you in is the most confusing and confronting one possible, I think. Yeah, it's not good. No, <laughs> You don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it, it is just... You, they really throw you in the deep end of welcome to this world. Uh, this is the police force. And here's our short little like blonde announcer in a miniskirt going, okay, go and kill them all. <laughs> yeah. She, she's the dispatcher for the police force. And it's, yeah. it's like bizarro world. Like what is, yeah. Happening? She's like a cheerleader. <laughs> it's a little yeah. Marilyn Monroe. I think it's might have been what they were going yeah, for. Yeah. Girl. Um, <laughs> I will say that no one is going to go into this movie expecting IRL with like giant finger quotes, rocket jump. Mm. Yeah. I didn't expect the rocket jump. Um, <laughs> there's no way you could. It's just like, no. wh what, <laughs> what's oh, happening? Wait, wait a second. When did team fortress two come? <laughs> yeah no this is like you got to go back further um so when they the director based this movie off of really? like a student short film that he had uh, done yeah. in like 1995 so that would have mm. been right around like the in between that movie and this is quake and quake ah, is the rocket enough. jump thing i'm that betting it's from that yeah yeah I was going to say, yeah, Team Fortress 2 came out three months before this film released. I don't think they had quite enough time to wrap it. No, like no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Quake Rocket yeah, Jumps. Yeah, original Quake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that is that was definitely a way to set the tone. Is you know have to have a have a SWAT squad have a SWAT squad. God, I can't speak apparently. SWAT squad in full in full like a uh, feudal Japan riot gear. It's their right gear is just samurai armor, which I love. Like, you know, they've got the big horns. Um, does anyone in Tokyo gore police gore someone with their helmet? I don't think they, they do. They do not, and it's very disappointing, particularly so the, like, the missed, chief of police. Yeah, bit bit of a missed opportunity, I'd say. Um, but yeah, they, they're going in. They've got, they've got you know, bullpup rifles, and they've got their right gear, and they're running in. And then our main character, once uh, once the SWAT squad obviously doesn't uh, doesn't do so hot, uh yeah, she she pulls out a pulls out a rocket launcher and rocket jumps up into the building. <laughs> yeah, so really, they're on like really a skyscraper, so she like yeah. uses the RPG to like blast herself quickly mm. from the ground floor like to the top, hundred feet into the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, it it starts strong because the the first uh, I don't want to say enemy, the first antagonistic engineer. force here is the engineer. Uh, which is just, it's just Jack from Resident Evil 8. Uh, 7, Brain, not Resident Evil 8. I can't, I can't keep my numbers straight. Uh, he's, he's just a guy with a chainsaw, but in this case, the chainsaw is his arm. Eventually. Uh, eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, a fun yeah. part about this is that 
the the actor portraying that first engineer is um Takasakaguchi and mm. he is a like prolific uh, martial artist stuntman mm. slash sometimes leading man but um he 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 did all the fight choreography for this movie mm. um but his debut was in the film uh, versus Mm. where it's a bunch of people fighting zombies in a forest. Okay. And he's yeah. just punching zombies really hard. Good for him. And th- it, it's it's <laughs> weird because it like this he's doing the choreography but he didn't like give himself any showcase of fighting. He's just swinging a rubber uh, chainsaw around. Look, sometimes sometimes you just want to have an easy job for yourself and make it. It could have been. I mean, he he definitely like <laughs> in the interim between this and now, like has mm. made up for, for that oh, by yeah. just going to the wall with mm. the zaniest martial arts stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah. the the big because this is it's not technically a monster movie but there's monsters uh, um, yeah. of all sorts it's the people or the monsters the general Ooh. thing but there is the engineers and the engineers mm. are um weaponized murderers they're people yeah. that have been like bioengineered mm. like in, yes. in 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 post i don't know what you'd call it they've been alive and they've been experimented on kind of Sort of, yeah. Like we, we get boosted. into it later in the film. It, like bio boosted. They, they've um, had their they've had their murderous potential unlocked. Yes, uh. there we go. There was there was the master of unlocking is here the the key man <laughs> to yeah. bring back the Resident Evil references. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we find out that all of these engineers, these murderers that are have like superhuman powers. Um, the one thing they have in common, aside from their murderous rage, is they have a strange tumor somewhere in their body. Mm. And the and only the way to like stop them from regenerating is by like destroying that key-shaped mm. tumor. Yeah, yeah. Which we're it's... only given that information afterwards because mm. we're, we're graced with um, uh, Ruka like – eviscerate like slicing and dicing oh yeah this dude like so like, much dicing. To, to a grid yeah this man this man <laughs> like looks more, like an onion more, that's about, you... about to go in yeah she like graph papered this guy <laughs> set him up as a five by five battle mat yeah yeah um <laughs> and we don't know why she's just like because she's not gleefully doing it she's like stoically no. slicing oh yeah yeah, like, like uh, no completely. emotion, just slicing, mm. and you realize afterward. Oh no, she had to like cut that little key tumor yeah. that's two inches long, and mm. doesn't know where it's at. So just, just had to cut section. all of him into yeah. cubes. Yeah. Oh you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the, it is because it starts out as just like that sort of generic body horror-ish slashy uh what is it called again slap oh god slaughterhouse slaughterhouse the the video game no oh god what is it splatter 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 yeah it's not splatter style and then and then we get this 
it feels like a very supernatural element, whereas, like, now the cause for all of this is a key-shaped tumor. <laughs> like, why is it key-shaped? What's going on? And they... Do they ever explain why it's key-shaped, or is that just the shape that it is? I can't remember. <laughs> they don't explain it. They just... It's a key that does unlocking, and then mm. then you put it in. It's kind of weird. It's It's very strange. You use the key to unlock the potential to transform and then mm. once you've unlocked you put the key in yes it, it, it's, it's both it's both the um the vessel for change and the thing that allows that change to happen yeah yeah it's an interesting concept um I don't know, maybe they just thought it was a cool shape or they really Probably. wanted to do the unlocking scene with the arm later on. <laughs> yeah, that one's... Yeah. I don't like that to look at rough. the key either. It's No, really it's gross. gross. <laughs> it's, all, it's all like twisty and meat-shaped. Yeah, well, there's like a little metal key and then they like coated it in meat jelly. It, it's not yeah. pleasant to look at. No, it's not. And it's wobbly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that, that's why, that's why the engineers do what they do. And that's how you stop them doing what they do. And we get this explained to us by the most mad scientist looking guy possible. I was gonna, yeah, that was one thing I meant to say was like, Cameron, so how, <laughs> how do you feel about this autopsy scene? Now, look, I'm no professional. I did flunk out of the course due to mental health issues. But I mean, this guy may have too. I, if, if, I, yeah, to be fair, yeah. In and to be fair, I don't actually need to complete the course to do the job. I just need to beat all the applicants who did the course. Qualifications not actually necessary. Uh, yeah, to be you might have trouble beating this guy though. Oh yeah, no. Um, this man has replaced an entire limb with a pizza cutter powered by an electric drill. Um. <laughs> It, it, look, hey, he finds the evidence, he pieces it together, he's doing his job in this cruel, sadistic universe that he lives in. I think by the standards of the of the, the Tokyo Gore Police setting, this man is probably top of his class, very professional. I mean, he's got to be, because that body was, like, diced. It and was... He, yeah, there was not much left, yeah. and he didn't, he didn't have to, like, try hard to go, oh, it's right here. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna buzzsaw this little piece here. No, look, there it is. Yep, yep. <laughs> Eminent professional, definitely a bit of a weirdo. So he fits in with everyone I knew from my course. Um, <laughs> Sans hunchback and I, I patch. Yeah, no, you get those once you get the job. Yeah, they're, the they're, they're like it's actually part of the uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'd be real. I would. I would have definitely pushed harder if I knew I got to dress up as an Igor once I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my master. I will perform the uh, the file B seventeen eight C homicide. Um, <laughs> uh, it's all it's it's all fun and games. Um, <laughs> down in the morgue <laughs> well it certainly is here to be fair uh though the whole police force is here um we have the police chief and then the police commissioner above him i think that's right 
Yeah, the police commissioner is the big, the biggest helmet man. He, he's cigar man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, biggest helmet, biggest cigar. That's how you know he's in charge. Uh, and, and you also he's know he's in charge. Phone. I was going to say, you know he's in charge because he's got a gimp, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got got your um partially amputated wearing the rubber gas mask with a weird machine strapped into their back person on a chain. <laughs> yeah. Just as a, as a statement of so, power? Question yeah, mark? I maybe it doesn't it doesn't get explained. Mm. And the weirdest part, so uh we the we meet him in like the weirdest way I think mm. you could meet so Ruka is told like over the the police channel uh, when mm. she's coming back from a I don't remember she, oh no patrol. she she was she was on patrol and stopped mm. by her um her favorite bar that's run by like her a nice time friend yeah and mm. she gets called back to the the, um, the police station. station headquarters. The, the police abandoned apartment building. Yeah, it's in. not like you don't want to go there. <laughs> you get tetanus just by looking at this building. Yeah. It doesn't look like <laughs> anyone like actually works there. And then when people do, they don't have an office. They have like a yeah. little chair thing in the middle yeah, of an you... <laughs> empty floor. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, what? they took all the walls out, put a bunch of pallets down and said, this is good enough for us. We're yeah. spending money on the uniform. They privatized. They have no government funding, so <laughs> we can't afford a janitor. <laughs> no, they put all their they put all their money into their little, little hats. Yeah, all the money in the hats, uh, and then everyone and... gets equipped with like some sort of mm. laser eye. Yeah, Kano uh, eye. I, I God, I do love the masks. Again, just it looks really good, like... but it gives you no like yeah. you don't get an eye vision. No. That so would, you don't know what they're fun. seeing, like okay. <laughs> oh yeah, so but she yeah. Uh, Ruka is told like we're under attack. You have to get back to the headquarters, and so she comes back and she has her sword and she's mm. stalking around like the horrifying building, and it's like mm. every little area is lit by like a little warning like light. Yeah, and that's flickering <laughs> badly. She gets up to one of the floors i guess it's mm. the main office floor where there's it's yeah. empty mm. and then there's a dude in the shadows and the fog machine and he's mm. just like <laughs> stalking toward her with a very clear specific silhouette that yeah. you can't mistake for anything like it's, it's this mm. dude mm-hmm. and then he's like Luca, happy birthday! And then the Not lights come you. on, and everyone's like, "Happy yeah. birthday!" And you're like, "But she would know what he looks like. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. like she doesn't know the commissioner. She was like raised by him. I mean, specifically, I guess, yeah. Unless, unless like, he somehow between then and now had a new hat, new hat, new hat. Happy birthday! And here's my new helmet. Um, yeah, with my big horns. <sighs> I mean, and I mean, my, I guess you're living in a universe where anyone at any point could turn <laughs> as, as sort of an explanation. Like engineers just sort of happen, as far as they're concerned. They don't know why you get this tumor. Yeah. So I, I guess like there was an attack, and no one else is here, and he's menacingly walking towards me in the dark. Maybe it's an attack. 
and then happy birthday happens happy um, birthday yeah and he has his um, positive so he has like <laughs> like throat cancer um, um he, he's he's infected i think right is he infected? no his throat's like scarred uh, maybe I just saw the shot wrong because I was on a tiny screen, but it looked to me like it was a key-shaped scar. No, and it's not. Like, it's like oh. it's a big giant patch, like where you would get a um, tracheotomy. Mm. Okay, fair enough. So he has that, and then instead of having like the little uh, uh, speaking tube, yeah, little microphone, he has a full a like uh, bullhorn, <laughs> like yeah, attached to like, his like, uniform. Gorget, yeah, yeah. It's, like built in as part of the neck armor. Which yeah, is really so when he talks, cool. it just broad, it booms like broadcast. It's a great like design. Big, yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it's kind of um, kind of dread e almost. Yeah, it feels like it. Fits this universe, universe is kind style. of dready. I mean, it's yeah. not good. You don't want to again. You don't no. also want to be in Mega City One. It's bad. What if Judge Dredd, but people also randomly mutated into bio horror serial killers? I mean, I think they have that in Judge. Dredd. They probably have that. It seems like something that would happen yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah weirdly positive and wholesome delightful time uh in the police office until she uh, has her terrifying flashback yeah terrifying <laughs> like at flashback. the same time she's she's, her, she's just really dramatized and yes. should not be probably a police officer i don't think oh, any no, of these absolutely. people should be police officers none of these people should be a police officer but yeah. um yeah we, yeah, we get the flashbacks. It's it's great, but it's not quite right. And we zoom back to the past of her dad getting her birthday cake <laughs> uh, while her mother stoically chops. Is that just like a parsnip? No, it's daikon. It's a radish. Daikon. Yeah. Ah, yeah, true. Yeah, chops a bunch of daikon. Uh, and yeah, they they seem to have a troubled home life, to say the least. Yeah, there's more stuff going on that it doesn't like. Get, it doesn't have the time to get into. Yeah, um, but cl- yeah. clearly these memories are that that's her memory, but it's her trauma like informing it. Mm. Like yeah. I think the the events that happened aren't how they happened. Yeah, she's conflating yeah. a lot of things together. Um, yeah, she's not in a good space like ever. No, kind of gets worse. I mean, yeah, it starts bad, it gets worse. I mean, like the the first thing we really see in this film is a police officer's head exploding, which is later revealed to be her father. Yeah. Um so yeah. God they had they had fun doing that shot too. Oh even for sure. Oh, it then... switches to the mannequin, but it's so fun. Yeah. Well even <laughs> when she was jumping up to save the SWAT guy, she's not saving them. Mm. She jumped up to like defeat the engineer. Like that's her purpose. Yeah. She's an engineer hunter. Yeah. Um mm. collateral damage is not her concern at all. No. Because no. she definitely like accidentally murders a bunch of the police officers. Oh yeah, she's like deflecting the chainsaw, and it's just it's killing. And it just people. keeps going into it just like keeps murdering people, and she doesn't look, she doesn't care. She's just intent on defeating Focused the on engineer. the job. Yeah, yeah, she's goals driven. And then, well, and, we then the, and then the thing is, like the the officers don't care. No, they're they, like they signed up. Oh, this guy's killing us <laughs> because our <laughs> most powerful hunter is like deflecting the chainsaw, and it's. It's collateral damaging us. It feels very like anime style where like the heroes are trading these enormous blows. I'm just sitting back looking like every time this man swings his sword, a mountain disappears. Who was living there? Yeah, nobody. (laughs) They don't care. No one. No, no one. And that's the thing is like this. 
<laughs> yeah, this doesn't um the way they constructed it and the way that it sits in that kind of it it's gratuitous but it's cartoony. Mm. Um it it needs to be that way. This is a case where you can't go back or not backwards. You can't go sideways and change this media. Like if you made this an anime, like it I, I don't oh, think yeah. I would like it. No. Like it, it, it would be too realistic. I don't know how to well, yeah, phrase that. You, it just it you, wouldn't you'd work. Be, you'd be in the setting where people looked like anime characters and then you do anime style violence to anime characters, so that's real on real. Whereas here we have live actors and then we With have the very obvious yeah. plastic plastic replacements and cartoon violence done to them. It it gives it that slight distance to make it it's enjoyable like absurd, rather than like just an absurdity. Yeah. It's it, it's absurdism. Yeah. Absolutely. Um <laughs> just amp the violence up until it becomes clear how like pointless and over the top it is. <laughs> yeah. This isn't like something so uh, this is in the same wheelhouse as RoboCop. Hmm. Yes. Where it's 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 literally like the corporate the corporatization and privatization of the police, like what that does to a society. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what this is too. But RoboCop is like harder to watch. Hmm. Like it the violence is it's 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 equally like ridiculous. But mm. it's done in a way where, like, it's kind of squicky. Like, it's hard to, like, okay, that's bad. This is, like, this is so messed up, mm. but it's rubbery, so it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. in that context, it's like, okay, no, clearly yeah. this Absolutely. is really fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, But, yeah. So yeah, we we've met everyone. We know who the chief of police is. We know who the police commissioner is. Um, and you know, uh, the police are necessary in this universe because people are just attacking uh, matrons in public bathrooms and putting them in boxes uh, <laughs> after draining all of their blood. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We we get a. <laughs> A very uncomfortable scene of a uh, of a, a prostitute with a client like wrapping up, <laughs> and uh, then we see her manager. Like, is pimp the right term if they're a woman? I don't know these things. Because um, it's not like a brothel; it's like an escort service. Yeah, and I know I know the words for it, but they don't mm. sound great in English. So <laughs> she's yeah, just like the, the manager, the so manager, the yeah, owner. Um, yeah, she, she gets stalked as she's traveling about Tokyo at night and goes into a bathroom at the train station and, uh, just gets six enormous hypodermic needles jammed into her, all of her blood drained, uh, and then she gets folded into a cardboard box, which is, again, it's that absurd level of violence. It's, it's very one, seven, but not yeah. gritty. It's just like... Well, because well, like finally rubbery, yeah. Because yeah, seven you'd have extra gore like leaking out the bottom of the box, and the head would look super realistic right on top of like a mangled forest of things. This looks like they had a full manic a full rubber mannequin of her, just took all the supporting infrastructure out of it and literally folded it up 
and then like put a bit of oil over it to make it look shiny and gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything like I said, everything's moist. Yeah, um, the sheen. The, so the, um, the the people like the flesh yeah. is moist, but the yeah. setting isn't, and I think no. that's part of what makes it work. Yeah, again, again they don't gel quite correctly things don't merge yeah but you kind of need it to be that way yeah to to safely navigate mentally this this path Mm, yeah definitely um so yeah someone's out here putting folding women up into boxes and we can't have that we're we're the police force we're here to keep people safe for a better society (laughs) god they they really push the for a better society line. Um, oh, yeah, you know, it's a slogan time. when it's written in like fifteen foot tall letters across their entire yeah. building. Um, <laughs> and so Ruka goes out on patrol on the train, uh, and as is the classic uh, Tokyo train trope, she gets groped. Uh, and because this is the Tokyo cruel police, she takes the uh, person who groped her by the <laughs> hand, leads him out. Yeah, yeah, leads him out to a back alley and cuts his hands off. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, molestation is surely a crime. Like, you know what? That's messaging I can get behind. Um, you know, it's very, it's very, very pushy on that messaging. But oh no, for sure, because the the, yeah. the the dude the whole time is like, oh, it was a mistake. It wasn't me. I, uh, I, I didn't mean to. And then she's like. Uh yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. So we we had a full on fifteen second shot of you deliberately groping my ass. We know what's up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then again, just the most hilarious gorgets ever. Uh, as it's, he it's just a slow mo, like a minute long fountain yeah. of arm, hand, blood. Yeah, uh, shout I, out I think to it's the actually one of the promo shots dance. for the film. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, she has no her context, up, so it's like super <laughs> iconic. Yeah, yeah, because she, yeah, she doled herself up like an escort, which means uh, mini shorts, a like a kimono top. Yeah, it's like a haori. Yeah, haori. Uh, does her hair up, does her makeup, and then yeah, she has her katana disguised as the uh, the stick of an umbrella, which is really cool. I I love swords disguised as other things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this leads to her encounter with the key man. Um, yeah. Uh, so she uh she gets she gets wind of him, stalks him through. Uh, they have a they have a quick battle where she ends up finally landing a blow on him across the face, uh, and then he pulls the top of his head off because he's an engineer. <laughs> Um, and he's yeah, just like he's a he's a dude yeah. that has injected him. He, he <laughs> is the creator of engineers. And yeah, he he is engineer prime. Yeah, uh, because mis- he mis- injected uh, himself with the cells of, of like Charles multiple Manson. serial killers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So this this guy's backstory is uh, long ago there was a very skilled sniper working for the police. Uh, and wanted to get out of the line of just killing people because at one point his own family was taken hostage. He couldn't take the shot, so they fired him. Uh, and one day uh, there was a police officer rallying up the people against the privatization of police. He wanted them to remain a government entity. 
And so they they went back to the sniper man and said, "Hey, sniper man, want to kill one more guy for a lot of yen?" And he went, "Well, my son wants to go to medical school and become a genetic researcher, so I guess I'll do it." Uh, this is uh, this is the man who shot Ruka's father and who was then himself immediately shot in again like absurdism because they hired a sniper and gave him a snub revolver and said, "Stand next to the guy and do it." Yeah, there, he's in a yeah. crowd, so it's a weird. It's that whole mm. like, it's like if you took like the meme of the moon was haunted the whole time or whatever. Yeah, astronauts, it really does then, like, feel like a third a astronaut. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's dressed like a ninja, which is kind of fun. And I, I, I don't know if that's a nod to the actual origin of the ninja, which it was a stagehand who's meant to be unnoticed. Yeah, because I, they're I all so. in black. It feels like a little nod to that. It's yeah, like, this guy yeah. wasn't noticed because he's all in black. Up he pops. Mm-hmm. Bang. And then the camera draw. We've already seen that shot in Ruka's flashbacks. And then the camera draws back and we see the police commissioner rise up behind him. <laughs> pop him. Pop, uh, pop our very short range sniper uh, directly in the head. Uh, and when um, when the key man learned of his father's ultimate demise, he went crazy for a bit mixed all the cells of all the serial killers he was working on into one big shot and took took the shot uh literally just injected himself with a cocktail of like every famous serial killer of recent memory uh and it it turned him into super killer man uh with like tumor shaped like key shaped scarring across his chin and up onto his face and stuff and Sure. Excellent. It's super weird because he looks like a One Piece villain. <laughs> he looks so much like a One Piece villain. <laughs> but he's too serious. He's too yeah. serious and it's too horrific. They, Absolutely. Ichiro uh, Oda like, cut him out of the, the One Piece canon. I mean, I, I could see it. This, this, is, uh, this is Sanji's long lost third cousin or something. <laughs> we don't talk about him (laughs) yeah um but yeah that's how he became the first engineer and then you know he figured out he could take this tumor that he has in his head and put it into other people yeah so it just keeps replicating yeah 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 he regrows every time he uses it to to infect someone um but yeah, uh, so th- this is Key Man. He pulls off the top of his head after Ruka slashes him across like the bridge of his nose uh, to reveal an exposed brain with his eyes replaced with gun barrels. <laughs> yeah, and he course, shoots out like fleshy arrowheads. It, yeah, it, it's it, it's a uh, tumor arrows or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He just he shoots a lot of them. Yeah, it's unlimited. Yeah, um, yeah. He he does the carnival classic of pinning someone to a wall with all of his bullets uh, and then goes to uh, Ruka's left arm, which earlier in the film, she had been cutting away out with a box cutter. Uh, she obviously self-harms a lot. She's been through a lot and doesn't have therapy in this universe. Um, and we get the, the, the silliest looking and yet most disturbing to me <laughs> prosthetic scene, which is he takes the tumor out of his head puts it towards her arm and like a keyhole appears and he unlocks the arm and it just flips open along the middle seam as <laughs> like waving around yeah, with like little jets of blood. Horrendous. 
like, messed oh up. Please, it's it looks really, like a zipper. It's really, really funny because the the transition from her real arm with really good scar makeup, incidentally, like on, on her real arm, the the scars from her self harm look really good, and then we switch to an arm that is in a completely different skin tone. Yeah, and so the one like these no are the CG effects are the few. Um, oh yeah, key okay. Openings. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, the, the actual key insertion bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like when the the arm itself is clearly rubber at this point. Yeah, but yeah, and, there's no yeah. bones in it. Like any time no. that the key opens a, a spot to embed itself in, it's like hollow and just meaty. Mm. Yeah. So it looks yeah, gross. It's like it's worse that there's no bones. It would have been way better if there were like clearly outlined bones. Absolutely, yeah. I would have much preferred an There's old. There's supposed to be radius. bones. You can't just have this. You can't just have wing. no bones. <laughs> um, but yeah, he implants the key in her, and then uh, her arm closes back up. That's in there, uh, and I believe she she just wakes up back at the station, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we thought we lost you for a minute there. But you seem fine. It doesn't look like you're infected or anything. I, I guess I don't yeah, have you don't, you don't have a suspicious uh, key-shaped, like... Mm. Uh, yeah. So the, the little scar on, on the key man looks like a scar, like a keloid. Mm. But on yeah. everyone else, it looks kind of like a ringworm infection. Mm. But it's just yeah, key-shaped instead of a ring. Skin. Yeah. yeah. Rather than actual scarring. But yeah, I guess that's how you tell. And She's not showing signs yet, at least. But a bunch um, of other people are. A <laughs> bunch of other people are. Like most of the city is is real. Okay, this guy's busy. Yeah, this guy. This guy's out here. He's changing things up. Um, the police chief, not the commissioner, um, goes to a strip club that is just. It's one of those underground, shady places because uh, here all the dancers are engineers. And uh, we get a little Junji Ito. He doesn't even know they're in. It's so weird. Like, like this is his job. I feel like he you just doesn't know. care. This, yeah, the, these are not like girls with some sweet prosthetics, man. You know what this is? <laughs> there's this a is, snail girl. Yeah, there's like a, Junji Itoing it up with a snail a, girl. <laughs> girl. Girl with teeth, teeth for nipples. Teeth, <laughs> boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- there's another one that I can't remember, but then there is the chair that yeah so i can't even say it's jujito you know what it feels like it's it feels mm. like um devil man yeah that that's a devil man chair that'd be the, <laughs> i think all of them they're all devil man except oh, for the snail yeah 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 the, the jujito snail has more dignity than the snail uh, yeah, yeah no the yeah the chair has zero dignity it's like was <laughs> the old the old uh Miyazaki from soft quote like you should show the degradation of a thing it had dignity once and now it's in this ruined state like there was no dignity to begin with in any no, of these transformations it was just this state to begin with we we started bad and we've gotten worse yeah. um yeah Matt the the chair was both hilarious and also deeply disturbing again it's it's just a person who has been fully transmuted into a into a chair like no head no nothing um, they've got it hooked up to like an IV and a breathing apparatus. Yeah, because it's breathing, and that's like the worst part. 
Yeah. Well, the second uh, worst part. The, the worst part is probably the flayed vulva. <laughs> yeah, and they put like a little leaf on there, so then it looks like a Korok and it's just weird. Is that a leaf? I assume that was, was a little like leaf the there. And then... structure. No. <laughs> okay, leaf. never mind. A little modest leaf <laughs> and then not. Yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, then the was... audience is just like, it's really time into it. for water sports. Yeah, yeah. It's the shower chair. You don't sit on <laughs> it. It's the shower chair. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't call the episode the shower chair because I'm not doing that. No, please don't get do in trouble. <laughs> we will get in trouble. <laughs> um, but you know the the police chief's really taken with um the lady with teeth for boobs, and apparently it's not just a strip club but also a brothel, and so he gets led into the back rooms. She seats him down and straps him down to what is clearly some sort of torture chair no it's like a gynecologist chair yeah look i i said what i said um well yeah (laughs) yeah uh and you know starts to perform some oral sex and then key man walks in in the background uh she's like that's um, my key (laughs) or my cue yeah that's my cue (laughs) chomp uh Tears that thing right off. Oh, chomp and spit. God. It's like, I, I forgot that was here. I'm like, whoa, okay, yeah. 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 They're not playing. It's a little extra trauma. Like, look, they won't show the penis attached to a person, but once it's being detached, it's fair game to have that thing on screen. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, censorship and nudity laws are kind of insane the world round. Um. <laughs> Uh, and then Keyman's like, cool, we're going to perform surgery to alter the human and just takes a drill to the police commissioner's left ankle. And I'm like, cool, this bit's a bit much. That feels it, yeah, it was horrendously a lot real. It wasn't like, it wasn't just, okay, I made a hole. It was like, hee hee, I'm going to spin it. And I'm like, can yeah. you stop that? <laughs> Please. That one, that one is like, in there this is really bad. Because right. it's not... It's not like the the funny body horror where things are like morphing and stretching and taking new shapes. It's like this man is having his ankle sawed off with a power drill. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. No, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it looks, it's like fake as hell, but he, he keeps spinning it and he's not laughing, but he might as well be. You know, the guy's Least screaming. Selling screams. Like, yeah. Okay, this is. <laughs> doesn't need to go it's, on for like a minute you could stop this yeah please. you could have stopped at any point and he has um, no bones in his legs so it made it worse of course, of course he has no bones in his legs what's university think this was yeah. everyone everyone's actually just a really human shaped spider they move by just pumping blood around in there yeah. um <laughs> once you once you pierce that exoskeleton it's all it's all fun yeah. games oh boy um yeah and uh after after a little bit of foot hacking off torture uh he gets a key inserted in him he he like escapes and tries to crawl away yeah i thought like he was gonna get the key put in his ankle Mm. because i'm like why else would you be digging a hole in there and then nope he was just torturing they wanted to they wanted to do a leg prosthetic in a later scene but they didn't have a good excuse for why the leg would have changed yeah Don't worry, yeah, we he have gets one. plenty of other prosthetics. Yeah, um, but uh, the 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 woman with the with the teeth for boobs gets uh, cut in half with an Uzi. This police chief was ha- was packing in his back pocket. 
Yeah, he had it in uh, his front. He had it in his like shoved down his trousers in the front. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. She didn't notice it earlier. All things considered, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. She, she's like coming after him as he drags himself away. He cuts her literally in half with the with the gun, and then she sprouts a crocodile head from the waist down because engineers can just do anything. Um, well, so they they yeah. they develop. <laughs> Oh, they weaponize their so, mm. so the engineers weaponize their trauma. It's yes, it's that's the the text and the subtext. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just the very physical trauma. Yeah, obviously for the actual text. Um, yeah, so yeah, she she grows a giant crocodile mouth for for legs and just just scoots across the ground right at him, which was very funny. Yeah, I mean, fair. if you're gonna have dentata, just all of it. Yeah. It it just needs a little sound to go along with it, <laughs> or not. It was actually kind of horrifying. It was also a little horrifying. Um, you know, she she bites his other leg off again. Uh, but he gets the last laugh as she goes to bite uh his remaining hand off, and he still has the gun. Uh, which I guess I guess her tumor was right in the in the base of that uh crocodile mouth. Yeah. Because he he does get her, uh, he gets he gets the most action movie line in the entire film, which is he jams the gun and is like, "Take this." <laughs> they do that repeatedly. There's like everyone's it's final so cool. like line is in English, yeah, and it's delivered yeah. in like the most dirty, hairy voice they could try to do. <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely. So not only that, he, he she bit his arm off. His arm is still comically holding the the um like the empire oh, whatever yeah. it is god right and he, he, he grabs over. his own forearm because it's like death gripped onto the gun yeah puts the gun yeah. there and then he can't pull his own finger <laughs> so, so he there, there's a tendon just like sticking yeah. out of the back of his arm and he just tugs it <laughs> yeah to to contract his finger <laughs> yeah it's so it's so dumb it feels like it should be viscerally upsetting to see someone tug on their own tendon to fire a gun but the context is so it looks like a pull string it's like not even it was great it was fantastic that's that is probably my favorite moment of the entire film (laughs) (laughs) just out there not massively uncomfortable slightly early in the scene definitely uh but just like really showing how dumb you can get if you just really lean into I want to make the stupidest, goriest thing possible. Yeah. I, that's up there on messed up. It's also very funny. Um yeah. guess what other yeah. bones they don't have? Skulls. <laughs> don't, have, don't have skull bones. Why <laughs> would you no have skull, skull bones? <laughs> Everyone's got teeth, but they're actually just a, a special form of scale. It's really grown into Yeah, because they I don't know. Uh, the... <laughs> Keyman unlocks the chief's head, and then his mm. head just like splits open to reveal just meaty, meaty goodness. And then the no key brains gets, like, either. St- yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's just meat. And then he mm. puts the little key in there, and it um because nah. mm. uh the the tumors are all ostensibly it's like the urges and DNA of serial killers. Mm. Um. So every time that he puts it into somebody, it makes them more violent because it's yeah genetically 
transmitted. Yeah. Killing people is not a choice. You're just you're just destined for it. Yeah. Um don't put Some that kind on. of message? I don't know. That's weird. Mm. That, that one feels a little iffy on that message. Yeah, is it that, um, that that that's like super hamfisted. The mm. other stuff actually is like more on point. I, I don't, oh yeah. I, I really just feel like the engineer. Uh, it's not a euphemism. The um, whatever they're yeah, trying to say with him is like not working. No. Like so the what, I understand the weaponized like trauma. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. just like the predilection to like, here's, oh well, I guess. So if you take the, the analogy, is what I wanted to say. Mm. That's the word. So yeah. if you have an analogy and you're using it to say that um, uh, killers or vi- violence in society is a construct of society. Mm. Like it's an outside influence. It's not. It's not your nature. It's something else made you be that way. Yeah. So nature versus nurture. Yeah. And they're siding with the nurture side, meaning that like it's it's instilled in you because of something else. Yes. Then that's then I understand the point they're trying to make. Yeah. Whether then, or not you agree with it, it's like that's. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the way to read it. I, I think so too, but it just also comes in with this natural bit of these other people is the killing bit. So it's natural that some people are killers. You, they've just distilled like, mm. the essence yeah. of of whatever violent tendencies they developed over time mm. is oh, something yeah. you could extract and put into somebody else. You know what? I'm satisfied with that explanation. We'll have to go with it because the, the the film isn't giving us more. Oh no! Than that. Why would the film give us anything? <laughs> no, it gives us goop, gives goop, goop and under pressure. Um, yeah, yeah. So the police chief now infected uh, returns back to the place he loves most, uh, the rundown apartment block that is the police station, and he just kills everyone. He kills them with his 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 because your your trauma is weaponized. He mm. now has like a mutant shotgun phallus. Yeah, and he's got a big old sword hand. Yeah, I think it's a needle. Yeah, yeah, he's got a big hypodermic hypodermic needle hand. Because earlier in the film, he was just chilling out in the station. He's like, "Man, I wish I could have some speed right now." And instead yeah, of he's injecting like, himself I with hate, drugs, he I hate drew the needle on I his just arm. Want speed and yeah, yeah, he took a pen, like a little one of those little multicolored pens and he like mm. drew a hypodermic needle on his arm and then pretended that like it was injecting him. It was like, what? Yeah. This dude should not Woo! be the police chief. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not responsible at all. The most stable member of the Tokyo police force, everyone. Well, it's the privatized um, Tokyo police. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh the, yeah. The, the cruel not, not the... Tokyo police. Yeah. Yeah. The cruel Tokyo cruel policeman's thesis um <laughs> okay then that was it <laughs> yeah that was go. our that's the title that's our title <laughs> all right um yeah uh yeah he he murders them all with la- with amidst laughter and merriment uh if we're going for a little pigeons in the park style um and <laughs> this uh, hey police commissioner takes his job very seriously uh, he's very unhappy with this result, and the only solution is to 
genocide the population of Tokyo. There's no other way to fix this. Well, anybody could be an engineer. There's no way to tell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, So it's time to form the death squads and march out into the most, like, emotionally uncomfortable part of the film which is the police just driving down the street in a van jumping out bagging someone and then shooting them so many just people it's it's so horrendous. many people. It's, it's very uncomfortable as it should be yeah and yeah unnecessary it's like the most overreach you could do oh yeah and the pro the so the problem is with this and watching this now mm. In in 2023 to date the oh, podcast because yeah. we always forget to do that. Um, <laughs> more or less, current events align with overreach in authority figures. Oh like, yeah, globally. like this is this is a much more upsetting part of the film now than it was 15 years ago. Yeah, and in in 2008, I was like, okay, that's that kind of sucks, and then now watching it, going, yeah, this is not great um wow this is like this is like two or three yeah you shouldn't make this you're not supposed to make these kind of movies more (laughs) relevant as they go there should be less relevant it's the effect it happens you know you make you make a game about delivering parcels in an isolated world and next thing you know covid hits yeah (laughs) it's it's a curse um (laughs) a kojima curse the Kojima curse. Um, yeah, no, the uh, the police force is going hog wild. They are bagging and then shooting people. They are just driving over random civilians. Um, they, they say, you know, like, don't resist, yada, yada, yada. But there are also people who are literally completely out of their way, absolute bystanders who are just getting killed anyway. Um, and the, the, real, the real difficult point here is four of them in four separate cars roll up and find uh ruka's friend who runs the bar and we do we do a modern day drawing and quartering which it's really something i didn't ever expect to see in a film uh the (laughs) last time that i remember seeing this is in um the hitcher Mm. with rudger hauer oh that makes sense yeah but that was like yeah. 87 or something. Yeah. I'm sure they've yeah. done it again, but I mean, like this is more a staple of like a Western. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or a medieval film. Well, yeah, like, like it is absolutely something that happened a couple times as a punishment in, you know, medieval to like early, early, uh, early AD history. Yeah, but uh, we certainly never did it with four station wagons uh, until now. Until now, <sighs> man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they they literally just attached like the winch ropes to her and then to their cars, and they 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 love this shit. These are the most happy I've ever seen four police officers in any film. They're having a great time. Uh, and this is super protracted. It takes like five minutes to do this scene. Yeah, I was like skipping through this part. I was like, I, I know what's happening. I don't yeah. need to see this. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I, I um, forgot that that part was there. And I'm like, okay, we can just not. Real rough. Not real this, bad. And then, not this. Yeah, because uh, it, it, it it turns into like gratuitous. Oh yeah. 
um, emotionally manipulative fodder for Ruka, mm. which isn't necessary because she's already really messed up. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's yeah. not having she, she it. She didn't need this extra motivation. She's mutating. Like, there's a lot of problems going on for everybody. Mm. Like, yeah. there's societal issues, and the, it. I, I don't think they needed to make this extra, extra personal for her because the whole thing already mm. is very personal. Yeah. Well, she once, once she realizes the, yeah. what's going on and that she's she technically has the same uh enemy as the 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 key man yeah yeah exactly like the (laughs) the police commissioner ordered the killing of her father and also killed key man's father so like we we got it guys we we don't we maybe don't need to do this one scene (laughs) real rough yeah well, I mean, it's it's not just it's not just the, what's the events of what's happening. It's that mm. uh, also Ruka gets there like if it was going to happen anyway, and she can't do anything to stop it. It's maybe better that it were, or if she had gotten there too late rather than while it's happening, because mm. she can't. She's not stopping them. I mean, she can't. If they're it's 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 too late but mm. it's like as the action the end of the action is occurring is when she shows up yeah, yeah. so she's witnessing it it's like the, no <laughs> let's just not put that in there this did not need to be in this yeah. movie didn't need to be in the film as as, as as with like several other scenes we're like okay this little maybe a little yeah. too far yeah like that, that's the thing it's like the scenes shouldn't be cut for time <laughs> should just be cut because like man the content that's yeah rough. i was like they did that is that additive i don't know that it was some of the hyper violence okay yeah but then it starts to be then it just starts to feel kind of mean like extra mm. like i don't okay you can have like a gonzo splatter film but then like i feel like some of it's now it's just mean spirited extra yeah I don't know something. Something we're all turning into cranky old men over time. Yeah, I'm sure there's, I, I'm sure there's a teen out there watching this going, "Whoa!" <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, like this is this is definitely like a, if this is a first time watch of this kind of genre for someone. Oh yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's yeah, a lot to just I've step seen, into. I've, I've seen other splatterfilms before. I sort of knew the general vibe we were getting into. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, if, I'm not going to recommend anything for no first, reason. If, hey, if you've never watched even just a gory slasher film before, maybe don't make this your first step into the realm of hyperviolence. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I picked this one particularly because it's kind of cartoony. Mm, yeah. It's like that yeah. works in its favor. Because mm. you, can, you can watch this and go like, yeah, that's not real. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just remember um, there being a lot of little weirdos. And yeah, there's a there, lot there of are weirdos. a lot of little weirdos. So many little weirdos in this movie. Fits really well for that category. Um, yeah. So yeah, with with this terrible scene, uh, Ruka's Ruka's engineer powers unlock because of the trauma, uh, and her left arm mutates into like a moray eel, basically. It's like a little snaky, alieny mouth arm. 
With like a little eyeball on it, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah, with a single like central eyeball. It, it, it looks pretty cool. I'm into it. Yeah, it, it's uh, the one I think out of any of the engineers, hers is the one that is like independent. Like it's it's mm. self sentient. Yeah, it just does its own thing. Yeah, because she, she's really yeah. not, not controlling it at all. No. She's focusing on or, her sword. Or it's her manifestation of her, like, anger. Mm. Like, like she wasn't yeah. able to um, stop her father's death, probably mm. prevent her mother's death. Yeah. Uh, she's not able to save her friend. Like, she's, it's, it's, it's a stacking, like an exponential stacking of guilt. And yeah and agency that she doesn't have she has it outside of um her personal responsibilities so she's she has the agency to go and stop some of the terrible things that are happening but that also puts her in a in a position Mm -hmm. to be complicit in a lot of the terrible things that are happening yeah like she's not solving a problem she's probably making problems absolutely um, but yeah, she she starts going on her anti police rampage. Good for her. Um, she gets shot in the head like almost immediately. Uh, like her right eye blown out, and because she's an engineer now, she grows a cool cyber eye uh, that does nothing but sit there awkwardly on her face for the rest of the film. Well, she gets like this is the one time we get the red machine mm. eye vision. Yeah. And it, it yeah, does like a little true. Terminator, like it, it's it's enhancing her mm. point of view. Yeah, like it's a it's a bonus thing, definitely. Yeah, even if it has little yeah. exhaust ports on it that are weird. <laughs> yeah, feel it almost feels like they were maybe going for a, a gun style thing because Keyman's gun barrel eyes have those same exhaust ports. Yeah, for like venting gas or something, but I guess they just didn't end up using that. So it's just a cool side. Like, that's not on our budget. So there's just little, like, cool little tubes on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean really, goes... it's just putting her in a mm. position of, like, you've taken. Mm. You've taken the role of the police that is, that is, you're saying to, like, protect and serve and yeah. help society. Um, mm. y- you're the one doing that. So now, like, the signature helmet is like just your head you're you're yeah you're, actually, you're the really you're the poster that. girl for the police like yeah completely yeah and also and like showing yeah showing it off in like that uncomfortable mutated way where it's clearly perverse yeah. as well like it's not a good thing no, no, the no, police no. Are, as so you yeah Let, let's be clear we don't like the police here at monster Deal monster. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um but yeah, it's like showing, yeah, showing that it's twisted rather than the regular uniform, which looks, you know, relatively neat and organized. Um, yeah, and so she off she goes to confront the the police commissioner. Huh, 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 huh. Um, and we we get a good old sword fight. Yeah, it's definitely like anime. Mm. <laughs> So I and I think before she yeah before she battles him she has to fight the sub boss which is his like oh yes gimp the, pet. the the gimp 
um, with the with the amputated limbs now yeah, which is now given strapped to them. Probably the coolest thing is the yeah the katana blades like it's attached a great to the little limbs. Yeah, I I really do love it. Actually, it's very it's cool. pretty good. To- totally like in un- unfeasible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also again we hey we get a little we get a little bit of a symbolism because there's a switch on our on our gimp's back with one side is manic and the other side is depressive. Yeah, and it's been flipped <laughs> firmly to manic. Yeah. Uh, okay. Goes goes absolutely crazy. Clink 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 clink. It's like spider spi- around. Yeah, spider walking yeah. around like the walls and stuff with its little sword feet. It's 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 a pretty cool design. I'm really into it. It's a good design. It's totally like that wouldn't whatever, but oh yeah, it, it works never for this bizarre really movie. Works in this setting for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so oh. and, and it's like um, break dancing, like break yeah. dance, dance yeah. fighting. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's real cool. Um, yeah, we we get the good old we get the good old sword shattering techniques on this as she sort of cuts it down to size. Yeah, on all four, it's a boss battle. I mean, it's all four yeah. limbs. She has to break them in individually, kind of or in pairs. Mm. Um, and she doesn't kill it. No, she's like, I've it, the switch got turned back to depressive, and it's just it quiet just in the corner. <laughs> okay, yeah. I got I got bigger things to worry about. The uh, yeah, the commissioner. With his I mean, big helmet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, again, he doesn't gore anyone. No, Most disappointing. Most opportunity of the film, we just get a sword fight. <laughs> I also wanted to Which, shoot hey. some kind of beam out of his, like, um, yeah. his little <laughs> megaphone. Like a yeah. sound wave or something. But no. Whoa! <laughs> you just turn the volume up to 11 so it actually yeah. starts hurting people. That would be funny, actually. Um... Yeah, we get we get a good old sword fight, uh, and yeah, he, he gets cut to pieces. Yeah, <laughs> slash him up. <laughs> yeah, he he gets he gets a uh, metal he gets gear legs, He gets his leg amputated, and he he steroid juiced himself. I don't even know what this is. He, he yeah. green gooed himself in the neck yes yep with give him give him all the good stuff yeah with the good stuff that that the his little gimp had in like reserve like the bonus potions yeah and he his rage became such that it elevated his blood pressure to let him rocket boost yep (laughs) <laughs> through the arteries in his severed legs yeah like not not flying like he's flying around but he hovers yeah yeah he has sustained sustained yeah. um positioning <laughs> he, and he's cackling madly it's pretty great it's very good he, uh, i think he does probably try to gore her i mean he's definitely like yeah flying head first yeah. but there's an attempt, I'm sure. Yeah. Whether or not it's successful. It was not successful. He he gets mm. he gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. Pretty handily, right, I mean, honestly. Oh yeah, Ruka is the perfect engineer hunter, which means against a mostly normal person, she's yeah, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, we did we we missed the um uh the the coroner 
fight scene. Oh, so it's, yeah. it's it's Igor armed with like a Gatling. Yes, Gatling fist, fist gun, gun. <laughs> that shoots like <laughs> he's they, he had two um lackeys yeah. that were collecting only left arms. Yeah, yeah. And they were separating giant piles of left and right forearms. Yeah. And then he kept all the left arms and put them in his little gun. Yeah. It feels like he he watched One Piece like, wow, I want to do the gum gum Gatling. Yeah. I can't stretch my arms. He is, but I can't stretch it, so I'm just going to shoot. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) shoot severed arms at somebody. Like, like, that's that's stuck in a rigor mortis fist. Makes sense in universe, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. No, it absolutely doesn't. ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It's it's what? <laughs> There's no precedent for this. And then, he, I mean, he's like beating up Ruka with a little fist gun. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> hey, yeah, what? They, they, it can't it can't hold a candle to the weird whip tongue from her mutant arm that no. I thought was gonna like reverse scorpion her, like just like mm. pull her away, pull her over. Yeah, it did not. Yeah. It no. like it calculated the exact angle using gun kata to like reverse <laughs> the bullet fists yeah. back around a yeah. little cable like a gross meaty tendon, mm-hmm. spun them and launched them Real back weird. into the little Igor dude and just like perforated him with this little um, yeah real weird because they're not going that fast and like he totally could just sidestep that well you see he doesn't have any bones he doesn't no one has bones in this no one has any bones um (laughs) uh but yeah in the end uh ruka defeats the police commissioner quite handily uh and bringing down the reign of the privatized police force and uh yeah that's more or less it so um. <laughs> not only that, so it it does more commercials at the end, and mm. Ruka becomes like instead of the um the poster girl for the police, she's like the new commissioner. There's no police; it's just her. She's in charge yeah, of. She is the law. She is the law, <laughs> and if you want to be the law, you have to have like multiple guns in this world. Yep. So yep. she keeps the little gimp lady and installs <laughs> automatic rifles on her stumps instead of swords yeah why not why not so it's like um the uh swords clearly didn't work out it's like de- <laughs> uh death proof and the other robert rodriguez mm. um planet terror where yeah. the, the main girl has like a machine gun leg Mm, well, forget mm. that. Four, four machine gun limbs. Machine limbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this movie came out right before Machine Girl, which is yep. similar. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that the um and the key man who we thought was eviscerated was put back together by like one of the um one the, of his associates. Well, it was the girl that was working in the um brothel. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So yeah, he survived. So yeah, he the engineers sewed back are still together. Continue. Yep, and they'll have to battle machine gun girl and sword lady. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's an excellent sequel coming out any day now. 
Yep, any day. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that that's a um, Tokyo Gore Police or the Cruel Police of Tokyo, if we want to translate more fairly. Yeah, pretty cruel. Def- definitely yeah, very police. cruel. Definitely, yeah, lots of police. Almost all the characters were police. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it is an interesting film. It had um, there was a lot going on. I mean, for a, a, for a movie that was a little over an hour and a half, yeah, uh, mostly blood, but mm. had it had a through line for sure. It had something to say, and it was probably the most heavy-handed way you could say it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this was like, not a subtle, no bones though. about it, and no bones in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah yeah <laughs> it's definitely interesting if you're interested in like the practical effects side of thing way worth a watch they do some pretty crazy stuff while still keeping it obviously effects which yeah. i think is like underappreciated as an art form everyone wants to go for the really the really realistic practical effects but like no sometimes you want to do just something weird well, this director and his assistants or yeah. associates, like this is their mm. um, their style. So mm. there's like four other, four or five other movies that are specifically just like this. Yeah. And they just keep getting weirder because mm. why not? Like if you're going to do this, just be, every time, just make it a little bit weirder. Oh, they gave us a little, yeah. it did well. So now they gave us a bigger budget for more weird stuff. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, you don't see too much uh, like this anymore. I, I can't think of too many. Mm. And not really a lot outside of um, like Japan. Yeah. Like it's not specific to it, but um, just based on their film industry and trends mm. like they've always been like a decade off yeah and so stuff that was like cool elsewhere made its way mm. to japan kind of changed a little bit and then you know got a new spin back. and then yeah put back out and we're like okay that's okay where'd that come from and then you go okay this is influenced by you know these, yeah. these few things yeah. And then it just makes a big cycle because then it's like this influenced other directors and they're like, oh yeah, I want to do a weird thing like that. Mm-hmm. And then we get other strange movies uh, probably mm-hmm. like <laughs> that <laughs> terrible uh, Claude. Yeah, look, Claude was, was real bad. bad. It was bad. At least, at least this was, you know, a film with a budget. It has a budget. It's intelligible. You understand what's going on. You're not yeah. getting whiplash from like ten different plot threads, and like, no, it's just a mm. through line. So that's yeah. that was nice. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Check it out if you want. Don't expect anything highbrow. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, otherwise low. it's low, low, low. Yeah, low. yeah. Otherwise, you know, just uh, watch something else. Uh, <laughs> we can't put the recommendations. There's... I mean, like, I'm, I'm not, go- I'm not going to say don't watch it. It's not, it's not low, low down the list. But I'm saying, you know, if there's anything else you want to watch, maybe watch that first and get to this eventually. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe don't watch this with like dinner. I watched I'm it thinking. with breakfast, which was definitely not a great choice. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Uh, we'll take it on mm-hmm. home. There's there's no admin anymore. Um, this was fun. Yeah. It was an interesting, weird movie. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have recommended it. And it was fun yeah. to watch it again. Uh, definitely feels like a 2008 movie which is now yes like horrifically relevant and i I didn't want that but i forgot yeah yeah (laughs) i was like oh okay actually this is harder to watch than it was back then uh, for different reasons Mm. Mm. yeah absolutely but yeah we'll um we'll we'll be back next week with i think a leonard pick probably leonard pick uh, yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, I'll say it now. Hey, guys, um, you remember last year when I got really busy? I couldn't be on the podcast for like a month because I got married. Uh, that was a year ago. <laughs> so next week's my wedding anniversary, so I'm taking that off. As um, as, as need be. Yeah, um, wild how time passes like that. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. <laughs> so we're, that's we're personally planning, like, anniversary stuff that's already like wait wait that's coming up sooner than i thought okay yeah it keeps rolling oh yeah (laughs) time it do fly yeah well thank you all for listening i hope you enjoyed this gortastic uh cruel police journey with us uh and yeah we'll see you next week with something oh yeah and then after that it's it's steampunk pinocchio Pinocchio. i'm so looking forward to that i'm super excited i can't even wait All right. (laughs) Bye-bye, folks. Bye, everybody. Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show, please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like, you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jalachan's Place, at www.jalachan.place.